Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here. We're drinking beer and play a game and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 205. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hi, Brian. Hi, Jim. Hi, Tommy Hurts. <laughs> so as you can see, only one of us are drinking some alcohol tonight. I get it. I've been on sicknesses, had my medication, so... I'm not. I'm not pressuring Jim. See, I'm. I'm a, I'm a nice guy. See, see, I can take a week off. See, see? huh? <laughs> I mean, I'm not as much of a degenerate drunk as I portray myself as. I mean, you've probably been on a am. how many day drinking binge <laughs> leading up to today. Let's not ask questions, Brian. <laughs> Fatty liver. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> this, this. Those are just words, right? It's only been. Oh, well, Brian, what, what season like Easter to really bring in the alcohol, huh? Bring family together, booze it up? I mean, hey, we were together on Saturday, and I definitely, I we went through those beers that I brought. Um, had you steel reserve? Those, I did have my steel reserve. Aren't so the steel reserve that. Yeah, so we posted the picture of that. So... A thing we do at Jim's house every year is we have like Easter egg hunt for the kids and then one for the adults. It's guys versus girls. I found the golden egg. So part of it is like candy. Um, scratch tickets. Scratch tickets. And then uh, they get like uh, some kind of alcohol. So Jim was all giddy. He's like, oh, I know what I'm getting you. And he brings over the big bomber can of Steel Reserve. It was called something else, but then orange spiked or something. It was or like, just like orange. the orange soda. Yeah. And so I said, okay, well, you'll split that with me because there's no way I'm going to drink this whole thing. 8% alcohol. 8% alcohol. Um, I'll give it this. It does kind of taste like orange soda. Looked like it too. But it has that steel reserve aftertaste. Wasn't as bad as I was expecting. I, th- I didn't think it was that bad. That was also pretty half in the bag by then. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say, because I don't even know how many other beers I went through, aside from the ones we had. So I felt like I, w- I had a weekend. I'd, I've been tying them on. Yesterday, I was at my brother's, had two uh, Tired Hands Alien Church. Ooh. Have you had that one before? No, where, where do you get Tired Hands around here? Because i got to bring some to my trip this weekend. Um, Go to the Super Value Beverage up past me okay. um, on, like, York or something. So go there, and I just happen to see it, which I never see them. So they had Alien Church and I think one other, or I'm sorry, not Super Value, the one on 611, that big-ass beer store. Oh, okay. Go there. They have a huge selection. I've never seen Tired Hands. Yeah, I never see it, like, anywhere. No. So I brought Alien Church, and my brother was like, wow, that shit's great. So then, of course, the after-dinner uh, whiskey cap, and it was poured strong. So, yeah, I woke up today. I was like... All right, I think uh, one more day of drinking, and then I'll give my liver a, a break for a couple days. There you go. <laughs> so you're just getting a head start on me. Yeah, that, that, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, Friday was at like a brewery and tried like everything they had. Yeah. And then Saturday was the all day thing. Like I was drinking before <laughs> we even came over. I think it was like noon when I started, and my wife was like, "Ah, already breaking into the beer." I'm like, "You're already on your second mimosa." And she's like, "Touche." <laughs> I was about to say, she can't ever give you shit. No. <laughs> and then yesterday, I assumed you, uh, did you go hard in the pain a little bit? I didn't go hard, but I had a couple. Yeah. Was it Tully's or beer? It was uh, beer and some seltzers. You wonder why your belly hurts. Yeah, it's probably those goddamn seltzers ripping my stomach apart. Or it's Steel Reserve. 
It's probably still paying you back. <laughs> but uh, tonight, so I will be drinking the Sam Adams, which I haven't seen this before. I The commercials. Are you a fan of these commercials from Sam Adams? Where's uh, that, that guy from Boston? And he does all the like, like he just does the Boston accent with like beer stuff. But it's always a Sam. It's like for Sam Adams. Have you never seen them? No. Okay. I don't so, really have real TV, so. <laughs> I mean, but you watch sports. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't pay attention to any commercials. That's true. So, yeah. So, I was curious because we were talking about beer commercials. And right now, that's the closest thing to, like, a funny beer commercial. But I don't know how funny it is. It's cute. I'll say that. But their whole series right now is the Wicked stuff. So, this one is... I got the Wicked, like, 12 variety pack. This is their Wicked Tropical Ale, 6%. It's a tide of tropical notes like papaya and coconut surge at you from this new IPA. Wicked Tropical is a juicy, smooth hop tsunami with notes of pina colada and apple. That's what I was tasting. A pillowy mouthfeel and lingering sweet finish. It's like a vacation that stays with you. Who doesn't need that? Oh, I could definitely (laughs) use one of those. (laughs) It it does taste like pina colada. (laughs) And Brian, tonight I am drinking from the Pure Aqua Company, their fruit flavored water. Natural grape. <laughs> natural with other natural flavored purified water beverage. Natural. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, everything really, about really that's natural. Home is natural a lot of these words. <laughs> and I'm sure everything about that's completely natural. Calorie zero. I'm, I'm sure that's real. <laughs> I'm sure the Splendid and Alester in here isn't going to wreck my ass, probably. So, Fucked. Brian. I got to be honest with you, though. The funniest beer commercial out there right now is Kid Rock shooting a bunch of Bud Lights. So I know that happened, but I haven't seen it, actually. Oh, you have to see it. Right. This is the most genius psyop by Bud Light I've ever seen. <laughs> they are just they are just completely tricking all the crybaby. They're making conservatives look like crybaby retards, and it's 100% working. But who do you think drinks their beer? The exact people who are buying it and to shoot it. Well, I know, but really... Do you think that this may... And, uh, most people don't care. Mo- most probably don't even know, still... and then even more probably don't well, care. Well, I was going to say, I don't. I know he's upset with something with Bud Light. I don't actually know what it is. They have, uh, they put, like, the rainbow flag on, like, some cans, like a whole line of run of the cans for Bud Light. Like pride cans or yeah, something? Yeah, okay. pride flag. And then they had, like, Dylan Mulvaney. I don't know what her name is now. Um, she's She's been, like, an like, overly flamboyant person, like in the sphere of stuff online like i've heard the name and never looked into it she now, like a youtuber or something or a tiktoker or some shit some okay. kind of influence I, I don't know and then like now she's a woman and then like she's a spokesperson for bud light right now everyone's going god <laughs> so they're all just like running him over with bolt overs or kid rocks like shooting him up with his ar and shit like that I, it's does he still do anything well, he, he does. He's done country music for like 15 years. No, no, I, but I'm saying. He's made a pride flag, and nothing's scarier than country music. I'm saying, Quite the does ironic. he still do it, though? Yeah, he still does. Oh. Still got I mean, he he lives on this gigantic, like, you know, 400 acre estate. Like, well, when you ball he's a millionaire. The, when you ball with the ball, you bang the bang diggity. I don't know. It all went down after Joe C for me, so. Don't you dare. Jim. Rest in peace, little man. Don't Rest you, in peace. Don't you dare. Uh, yeah, I. Surprise, surprise. Another thing I didn't know. I knew about Kid Rock, I didn't know why. I don't care. I don't drink Bud Light anyway, so I don't care. And none of it matters. Doesn't matter, Jim. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll 
I do want to look into that now. Now you got me kind of interested. So yeah, I think uh, someone posted it in the Discord a while ago, and they didn't even realize like the reason why he was doing it. They were just like, "Why is Kid Rock shooting these Bud Lights?" That's so silly. Oh well, but Chambers, since you're not drinking with me tonight, what have you been able to play since last week? And I know we actually little announcement. So by the time you're seeing this, the bonus beers episode has already been released with our buddy Nick. Jim, you son of a bitch. Daddy did it again. I like how like my goal with like when it's my turn to pick these uh, things is I want to do it somewhat topical so I can keep myself up with pop culture kind of. But I always want to pick in mid the bad stuff. Mostly bad. Because I hate you. So. Yeah. So he he chose Poppy Gringo or Gringo Pop. Which, which Gringo one? Poppy, I think. Brendan Jobson. Gringo Poppy. Yeah. So Nick, Jim, and I reviewed that. <laughs> It's uh, it was a thing. So the next pick is going to be Super Mario Brothers. We're going to try to do this by the end of this month to catch up. But yeah, so that episode's already been released. I know we talked on that one, but uh, have you been able to play anything? Not a ton. Um, after I have not had a shitload of time. So Body Harvest, I'll get back to next week. Okay. Because I actually want to do a little experiment. So like, I've had like. A super cheap like S video cable for my N64. Okay. So I want to see if like a legit one like gives a better picture because sometimes if you buy a cheap cable, it's not really that good. Yeah. So I was waiting for that to come in. So JD, I'm sorry it's taking so long, but I'll make sure I get the picture as good as possibly can. So. Don't you have a? What'd you buy? Not Frame Meister. What'd you? I have a RetroTink 5X. Okay, and that doesn't make it look good. And no, I mean it does make it look good, but you're only going to make it as good as the signal you put into it. Ah, okay. So yeah, like composite, it can look as nice composite, but, but it's yeah, still composite. Cheap as video will still be cheap as video. It'll just be looking nicer. Gotcha. So, okay. Probably the best I can get, and you know, without buying an N64, the best you can get is S video. So I'm trying. We'll see. And if it makes no difference, and I wasted my time and money as per <laughs> usual. Jim, uh, the real question is, how many wins you up to in Tetris 19? <laughs> Not a lot, Brian. Because that was the other goddamn thing I played, and I still haven't goddamn won the goddamn game yet. Since this return to playing it, how how many hours do you think you've done? I like three or four. That's not too bad. Not too bad. But I mean, like, I had, like, actual time to myself on Friday, and I was like, okay, I have a block of time. <laughs> I, I should be able to do this. I have a good block of time. <laughs> Best I did was, like, fifth a couple times. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, and it was a couple times. Like, every, like, <laughs> most, like, at least probably 50% of the time, I was within the top 10. Yeah. I was within the top 10 almost every, like, a ton of times, and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> it was just all squiggles in the goddamn names after on the leaderboards, and it got too fast, and you make one fuck up, and it's all over. You know, Jim, I actually got mad at you because I started replaying that, and I thought, you're such a contrarian, and you like the goofiest shit. I could see you being like, I kind of like this, the Z's shape the best. Those squiggles. Like, just, just to be a dick. Because I'd be like, there's nothing better than that feeling of getting the straight line, getting the full Tetris. And I could see you arguing, like, but if you get the Z, like... Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I, I like me. I like the long boys. Yeah, I... I Use start... that sound clip as you will. <laughs> it's fine. I don't care. I like the long boys. Oh, Jim. Um, I have nothing left. <laughs> but, Jim, just how sweet is that victory going to be? At this point, he's going to be an angry victory. He's not even going to be enjoyable. I don't know if I'm going to cry from happiness, relief, or sadness. And the sadness will be taking this long and me wasting this much of my life on it. 
Uh, it only came out in, what, 2019? Something like that. <laughs> Too fucking long ago. Brian, it's one of my most played Switch games. It shouldn't be one of my I most played Switch I remember when you games. said that, and I was like, wait, what? And it dropped for a little while because I wasn't playing it. And I think it's creeping its way back up. Ah, oh, Jim. God. Damn so it. anything else? <laughs> no, that's really it. <laughs> yeah, I uh, other than just dabbling back in uh, Tetris 99, I finally... Got into Resident Evil 4 Remake, and yeah, I mean, I'm still super early. I like, they've definitely changed enough. They they seem to be leaning way more into the horror aspect. Obviously, the action shit's still there. If I had one complaint, and I don't know if the other two did this, the camera seems too zoomed in to the over-the-shoulder, where your peripheral is just, it's non-existent. Really? So, like... I, I don't know, like maybe I maybe that's how two and three were and I didn't have an issue with it. But like literally I feel like when you're aiming, you're basically up so uptight that when you're in those open areas, like you have to have headphones on and hear them coming from the sides. Cause the number of times you get grabbed, you're like, What the fuck? Because there's so many enemies in that game. Um luckily haven't died yet. I was expecting the, the chainsaw dude to get me. But uh no, it's great. I mean all these remakes are really well done. I'm just curious to see how it goes on longer. Like, the puzzles are kind of simpler, but you still have the goofy shit, like find chicken eggs and, like, shoot medallions. Mm -hmm. So, it's all really good. I think I'm going to enjoy finishing it. I don't know how long it is. None of these remakes have been really over six hours or eight hours, I feel like. Okay. So, we'll see. I think it's, I, I think it's something you need to get into, though. Maybe, maybe drop your Tetris and your Elden Ring. <laughs> I haven't even touched Elden Ring once. That's not fucking happening this year. You've already... It's April. You've already written it I already off. Read, no, I read, I'll never get to anything else. I won't even beat 23 games. You don't yeah, think so? No. But yeah. Uh, did I mention that I played Sonic Adventure 2 some more after we recorded? Yeah, you said, played a little more. Still don't like it. Still don't like it. It's fucking... I, fucking Sonic. <laughs> Sonic fans, come on. Just come on. Jam at this point. Be real. Just be real. Here's a question. This is one I'm so not enjoying playing through <laughs> that like this is gonna drag out me getting to like other stuff too. But is this one where But I have to beat it. It's on my resolution list and it's on my twenty like is... I'm so far I have to beat it for the twenty three. Is there any chance you don't like it because you just did that marathon of shadow? Cause it's even though it's I'm sure it's a little different, there's still enough where it's like you just did a gazillion hours of this. That isn't helping, but it also helping isn't helping that Shadow, I'll take time. Is <laughs> <It's> better. Is <laughs> better. Is it because of the guns or the attitude? Well, obviously both. <laughs> Here's what it really is. It's one bad game type, but it's only one bad game type. So you eventually can get used to its quirks. Whereas so what was Adventure Multiple? You play as one of three different, completely different game types. Oh. So you have the Sonic Speed stages, which control worse, and they wow. do the fun thing of, like, you know, unlocking abilities throughout your time through, so it makes it a little better as you go through, but by the time you're there, you're like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed. What am I doing? And yeah. it's still, like, sloppy and hit detection shit, so. Mm. And then the Knuckles stages, I think I said this last episode, but to sum up real quick, the Knuckles stages, they control the best, but they're these big open areas where you have to find three pieces of the Chaos Emerald. And they only give you so many hints, and it's very annoying. And some stages are very, very big. So that sucks. And then the tail stages, you're in this mech, 
that is very slippery to control. And it's like kind of okay, but it's also kind of boring. So interesting. Yeah, I'm not enjoying it. And when I'm done with that, then I have to go through it again as the bad guy versions of all of them. But do you? You know what? I'm I'm if just I, questioning. If I, see, if I see some credits after doing the I Sonic mean, F, you beat it. I, I, if you beat it once, it's like it, it'd be like arguing with ghouls and ghosts. Do you need to go through or ghosts and goblins? Do you need to beat it twice to really beat it? No, fuck that. If I beat it once, I'm not going through and getting the true ending. I beat it once. Yeah. I say give yourself the break. Because <laughs> I might need the break. <laughs> Jim, let me ask you this. What would be more of an accomplishable goal for you if you had to rebeat Shadow again, all ten endings, and get a, a A's on all of them? Oh, God. Or get ten wins in Tetris 99? <laughs> Which one would you do faster? <laughs> Probably Shadow at this point. I have enough. I have enough scientific evidence behind me, Brian, to know what will take longer. Because that. So my goal with Tetris is, I'm at the point where I previously had six or seven wins. I want to just get to ten and be like, that's enough for me. I'm done. He wants ten. <laughs> I want a tenth of that. That's all I want. It's just math. <laughs> math and words, my downfall. Uh, Jamer, so what questions do we have from our awesome patrons this week? Patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game. Where for as little as $2 a month. <laughs> you can ask a question we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. First up, from the Rich Dickman Show. So, Rich Dickman once had a fling with a famous mime, which made me appreciate the art of silence. If I were to play Thomas Was Alone, what craft beer would you recommend to evoke the same quiet charm as my mute lover? There was a lot said in that. Thomas Was Alone. I've never played that. Uh, what I is it? Some kind of game. I think I've heard of it before, but... Thomas Was... Research, research, research. Alone. It... it looks like a platformer and you play as a rectangle. Uh, I imagine it's it's a really annoying one where it's probably like a Super Meat Boy, but it's oh, it probably is something like that. Oh, it's got some like ambient lighting and shit like that. It's like kind of. I, I, I bet it's one of those ones that kind of fucks with your mind too. Yeah, I'm sure, it. and I'm sure it's kind of cool because I with keep seeing super, all these other shapes kind of stuff. Yeah, um, it's yeah, interesting. All right. So if you're gonna play that. When I'm thinking in terms of silence, you want something a little more subtle. I would honestly go with, you know what? Go a little, since this is obscure, but you want something that's not going to overpower you, go with like a nice smoked porter because you're going to get chocolatey smoke flavor. I've never had one that felt too boozy or even with the smoke and chocolate flavors was too much. It's a very mild beer because they're never really going to get above six, maybe six and a half percent. And something like that seems very chill for like that mood, the way that game is. I imagine it's almost like the game uh, inside or something with yeah. the way that lighting is. So kind of a darker mood. So made me think of a darker beer. Yeah. Smoked borders. I don't have a specific one. All of them that I've tried have been good. So try one of those. All right. Yeah, I agree. Damn, damn it, Jim. <laughs> Fuck. From, next up from Kev called, what is your favorite horror anthology movie or TV show? 
movie is trick or treat um that is now my go-to more than even halloween the wife and i every single year we watch it i mean since we watch it one of my birthdays we played it on a projector on my back lawn um it's just such a fun halloween movie and i have so many anthology ones i love um but series uh, i would have always said uh american horror story but the past couple seasons I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Do you still watch that? Yeah. Like, I still do. Wow, no one talks about that anymore. And there's a reason. It's just, like, I don't even... They, they're, they like, no longer, like, let's be horror. They're almost, like, let's strictly be political. Oh, good. And I'm like, oh, that's fun for everyone. So, yeah, I would have said that. So, putting that aside, it would have to be Tales from the Crypt. Just because... I can still go back, watch those episodes, and they still hold up so well. And as a kid, seeing that entrance of the Crypt Keeper going through the castle, that theme, oh man, that was such a great thing. And when they made it a cartoon, even as a kid, I was like, it's kind of corny compared to the show. But I loved it, so yeah, I'll probably go with that as mine. Did you ever get to watch as a kid the HBO version where it's like, you know, more uncensored and everything like that? Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. So when I mean, when I say tell. Because I mostly watch it on like Fox when they would have it at night, but they cut out. They cut out everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was one of the first things. um, And I still have it. No, that I torrent it. Like I have all the torrents (laughs) for. Nice. And it's so low quality. I'm like still like, I need to just buy it all. Oh, dude. Yeah. The amount of. That's what my wife even said. She's like. I think as a kid, like that was the first like sex scenes or nudity I saw on TV. Oh man, you go back. It has like all the major stars from the 90s, like Demi Moore, Joe Pesci, friggin' I think Nick Cage is in one of like Christian Slater. Like they have like everyone from back then. Mm-hmm. And they are so well done because it's all practical effects. Um Yeah, that thing is pretty much unbeatable. You don't. Re- I mean, I know you don't really watch TV in general, but I, I mean, I'll copy your answer again with uh, <laughs> Tales from the Crypt because I watched a shitload out of that as a kid. Yeah. Even though it was mostly the neutered version. But. Mm. And then for movies, obviously, I'm not the horror guy that you are. Sure. But let me throw some Chillerama out there. Let me give some love. Chillerama is. It's when one of your one of your three movies is called The Diary of Anne Frankenstein. How do you not just fall in love? I'm trying to remember. So what? So is it Spermzilla? Yeah, it was like Spermzilla. Uh, I was, was it, it Attack of the Fifty Foot Sperm? I forget. That's what I can't remember. It was one it might or have the been other. It was there's. I was a teenage gay werebear. Right, I was just werebear. You didn't need the. I no no. I thought he was. I was a teenage. No, because it was copying. I was a teenage werewolf. Right. So it was called. I was a teenage werebear. But didn't weren't. I mean, wasn't it called? I was. I don't know. I thought the, it was, the gay part wasn't in the title. But it was in the. It's the, implied. It, no, it's not implied. It's it's the whole episode. You gotta know what bears are, Brian. <laughs> Twinks and bears. Uh yeah, then there was yeah, the diary of Van Frankenstein, and then oh. It was just a three, but then there was the overarching story. Uh, story at over the thing. actual Yeah, the driving. That thing was pretty I haven't seen it since I showed it to you guys, so I watched it a couple years later with my wife and I was like, it's goofy. It's but I, but I was like, I am still enjoying myself with this. It's a turn your brain off, have fun. It's very much better the first time you watch it because you're just going, wow. But when you know what to expect, like some of them don't hold up as well. I, I think the sperm one took the biggest hit watching it a second time. <laughs> but I think Werebear and Frankenstein got better the second time. Well, it's just the... But the... Let's put it this way. <laughs> JD from Grandma's Boy plays Adolf Hitler. I'll just give you that. Take with that what you will. And he's... Good times had by all. <laughs> it was... Uh quite a movie yeah 
I mean, and and I will say, at Christmas time, the wife and I have a, I think it's called Christmas Horror Story, where there's a whole anthology of Christmas horror movies, which are actually really, really well done. Hmm. So, I mean, I know you're a big fan of Santa Slays with Bill Goldberg. Well, obviously. <laughs> but uh, no, that, like I said, there's so many great anthologies, and I that's a genre I never get tired of because chances are you're not going to find all of them are terrible. Right. So... Now, that's a great question, though. Thank you, bud. Next up from J.D. Maines. What actor crushed a role so well that no actor will ever be able to measure up to that performance? Ooh. That is that is a toughy-wuffy. So, I, I, my line of thinking would go apply to many roles, but one that always pops in my mind is Matt Damon and The Departed because of how much you hate him by the end of it. It actually made me dislike Matt Damon in other movies. He did it so well. He's such an unlikable character. He's such a little shit. And a little scumbag that there's not one person that feels bad for him or whatever. Like, anyone who watches that, at the, if I have to say spoiler, spoiler, at the end when Mark Wahlberg gets him, it, there's such a feeling of like, yes. But, like, he he killed it. Like, being such a kind of bitchy, cowardy dude, like, he killed it. So, I think that's what whoever can evoke the most emotion from you is where my mind goes. Because I have a whole list of, like, guys that are, like, bad guys that did the same thing. Where I don't like them anymore because of a role they did. Yeah. Ah, do, I, do I just go to my tried and true just cavalcade of Tarantino roles? I mean, there'd be so many then. I know, like Christoph Waltz and Inglorious Bastards is just like that perfect evil soldier, like cunning guy. Or he's just perfect in every role he like. It's true. Him as the dentist good guy or the evil guy, like he can just be whatever he needs to be. Right. Or Sam Jackson as the uh, as the head the head house slave. I mean, yeah, that that's a role you just go, wow, <laughs> wow. I, even in that, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, like, yeah. It's Calvin Candy. The oh my fact God. that he's who he is and was willing to do that role, and you're like, what the fuck? And he's despicable. That's the role. That's the movie where I went, holy shit, Don Johnson can really act. <laughs> be entertaining. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it wasn't that. Oh, fuck. What was the. Uh, uh, it wasn't Nash Bridges. Sure as hell wasn't Nash Bridges. <laughs> but. but no, I, I look at that and I go, yeah, it's. I, a Tarantino has a he, way of... He gets his people and he gets the best out of them. Yeah. So who are you going with? I, I got to give it to Waltz and Inglourious Bastards. Yeah. I don't think anyone else can really pull that off the way he did. Well, what he pulled off in that was at first you're like, this guy's not intimidating. And then he flips a switch and all those long like conversations... Like, oh, I mean, he pulls it off in the very beginning during that interrogation. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, it's like, it's very tense. But I think the most tense is when he's at the dinner or at the restaurant with the chef. Oh, yeah. And he's like eating the pie. And like, you're just like, what the fuck? And it never actually has a payoff of him like revealing. But you're like, does he know? I think he knows. Yeah. Like, he is. That's a master class of acting right there. So, yeah, that is a damn good role. Mm-hmm. So, no, good question. That's a good noodle I love it, there. yeah. And last up from Burn Retinas. Have you ever planned a review, played the game some, and midway through changed your plans on it? Plan to review something and then given up. It's 
good question because normally if we have especially back when we had our like gimmick months when we had time uh we we plowed through some really bad things just for the sake of doing it yeah just to say we did them all i mean the only things like we we and we said we have like i'll call it spring cleanup like we're going back and finishing off uh mortal kombat special forces when we did our Mortal Kombat... I played that three years ago and captured the footage, and we still have to do that review. Yeah, so <laughs> it's one of those deals where it's like, we wanted to do all of Mortal Kombat. We never really intend to do the side things, and then Jim was like, well, I got mythologies, and I can get the... And so we are like, okay, we got Shaolin Monks. We never... Did we ever... We never reviewed it. Yeah, same deal. I have all the footage for that, like... Um, but do we ever actually say, like, let's do a game and stop? Yeah, because obviously the Patreon review videos we suffer through so we're not going to say no to those no um, no i mean i think it is fair to say so we've, we've had projects we've planned that we never really went through projects we've planned or we've also um like when we first started the page it was all about like you can see our first videos it was like we're gonna find the best fighting game so we would literally play like dozens of these games and we stopped somewhere like pretty early in the Super NES. Early Genesis Super NES because we would do like, you know, the double ports. A, a couple of them. Same with sports games. Like we kind of decided we're like, we're getting so burnt out on doing every single sports game that we were like, let's mix it up with something else. And like Jim said, if we did a gimmick, we saw it all the way at Simpsons month, all 30 some games. Yep. Superman, Superman or Road Rash. Road or... Rash. Uh, the Stallone games. Yeah. Like, so yeah, no, I can't say we've ever picked a game and just stopped. It was more the gimmicks when we first started. But yeah, I think if we decide we're going to review it, we're going to pretty much going to do it. Yeah, because yeah, what's the fun in not getting mad at something that you plow your way through <laughs> to the very end? I don't know if there would be a game that I would ever just say, no, fuck it. The uh, only thing that would... DK? Well, that's the only game where it's like, I wasn't willing to, I'm not going to 100% that game for the review. I was like, I'll play it all the way, I'll, you know, I'm not going to 100% this thing. That was where I was like, I can't do that. Um, that would be the closest to saying like... Yeah, actually sneaking, because I did like 60 out of 80 levels, and I was like, fuck this, Brian did it all. Yeah, and that's why we all, that's part of the reason why we always split up. We always decide, one of us has to beat it at least once. <laughs> With Jim with Shadow, he decided, I'm going to beat every ending. Well, Brian, he couldn't, couldn't just leave the people. <laughs> I think that final fight with Black Doom footage, that all so important footage. <laughs> we still got to we still gotta put it all together and get all the endings and just throw it out there for everyone. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, because I did not record every single run that well, I did. Well, the good news so. is all you need to do now is go to the movie viewer and just record that. That is true. That's all you gotta do. So we'll slap it together like Parappa and hope for the best. And then that'll be our second most viewed video. <laughs> Fucking Why do I still do this? God. Because you have so much fun. I sure do. Every day is a blessing. But good question. <laughs> and that wraps up the questions for this week. So once again, thank you to all the patrons out there. Really appreciate the support. If you're new on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube, depending on where you're listening to this, yep. head over to the other platforms. Give some subs, leave some reviews and comments. You know, any five stars, we'll read them on the page. Nah, truly appreciate it, guys. So, uh, Chambers. Probably didn't ask how my water's treating me. I imagine it's treating you pretty well. It's delightful. <laughs> the, the natural <laughs> the grape natural grape. <laughs> the natural, natural grape natural. Really comes through. 
I will say this beer is goddamn delicious. Goes down way too easy. And there is that you definitely get coconut. Haven't had a pina colada in I don't know how long, but that with like papaya, it it straight up is like I could see drinking this in the summer. It's a perfect summer beer. So I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Rod, do you have the brain rod from raising a kid where you hear certain words you can only think of like references to movies? Because when yes. I hear papaya, all I think of is Shrek going, papaya, papaya. <laughs> Jim, I'd say you have brain rot from a few things. I have brain rot from a lot of things. <laughs> it's beyond the point. But Jim. This is one of my more harmless brain rots. But Jim, do you think it's possible to get brain rot from whiskey fungus? Well, Brian, apparently, because I had no idea about this. So, neither did I, and the article we have comes to us from the BBC, and... This is actually, I didn't realize it was such a known phenomenon, but basically anywhere where whiskey is distilled, created, um, because of the, evap- I'm going to do my best science bro talk, where where you have the evaporation and the ethanol, it creates this, what is literally called whiskey fungus, because I am not going to try to say the Latin name of it, because I will fuck it up. Whiskibus fungibus? That would have been too too good. <clears throat> but you see these pictures, and I'll I'll put them up here. Literally, like it- and for people listening on, so for people listening on the audio only versions, the picture they use is of a playground, and it looks almost like you wrapped almost like a marsh around metal. Yeah, where like you have like the lighter and darker hues, but it just looks like legitimately like mold growing on metal, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah, it looks like black mold. So Jim, you do your best. How would you say the Latin name of that? Well, Brian, given my one year of Latin in high school, the Bodoninia Compinacinus. Yeah. So when we when Jim showed me this, so it's fascinating because once again, that name was given back in 1870s from a French distiller association because anywhere you would go, they would have this problem. And it's fascinating because I dug into it more. Um, during Prohibition, the number one way they found distillers of whiskey was this fungus would be growing on the outside of buildings or something. So you'd see just this black mark up a building and you'd go, well, they're obviously doing that. Right. Even to this day, they use that to find moonshiners. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Jim, you can use your tinfoil hat here. I looked up about seven different studies Globalists. that all said this is not harmful at all to humans. It's not an issue. I didn't bother to dig too deep. They seem like independent studies. Who paid for the studies? I don't know. But I can't imagine something that's a black-looking fungus is completely harmless. Because then they go on to say it's harmless to plants, to humans, animals. But if you ever need to remove it... Sure. They're like, if you ever remove it indoors or something, wear an N95, wear gloves. I'm like... But if it's harmless, why would you need all why that? Why don't you just lick it off? It's probably yeah. delicious. Well, and nutritious. I can see why they would say don't lick it off. But yeah, like you can only power wash this shit off. Like I said, apparently there's never been a case, or if they have, they've been squashed so well. It's just crazy how widespread it can be within the area of this. Well, Bri, before Biden's new Patriot, Patriot Act for the internet goes through and we can bash the government without being uh, fined. <laughs> let's, let's. So part of the article says that the lawsuit is coming against this uh, distil- for Sam Adams, or not mm-hmm. Sam Adams, for Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels. Yep. Uh, you know, this is happening in Tennessee. Yep. Tennessee's known for their whiskey. 
known for their little belt. Big mm-hmm. part of the, you know, big part of the identity of Tennessee, we can say at the very least. Sure. You have Tennessee whiskey laws that are have to be followed in the United States by those traditionalists. And somehow, this little warehouse didn't get all of its permits. Didn't get properly permitted. Yeah. Weird. Weird how that happens. That's it, the it, thing where it's... I don't know, Brian. I don't know. I'm just saying. Are I'm you saying just... they, might, they might look at a different company with more of a... Uh, I'm just more, Brian. Are you suggesting that money could be greasing certain wheels? Is that, saying, what you, is that what you're saying, Jim? Look, Brian, if I can quote The Simpsons. <clears throat> Timbers. I, th- I mean, let's put it this way. Yeah, there's something definitely very shady. Someone down the line probably, they, they, they either didn't do the right things, they paid for it to be overlooked, whatever. But to Jim's Brian, point. Where, where is Whiskey's Aaron Brockovich? Where is she when we need her? What's going to happen here is every single Jack Daniels and probably whiskey plant will now be that whatever yearly federal reviews they have, they're all of a sudden going to be rubber stamped to you need to be checked out right now. So they're probably going to be a whole slew of like either you're shut down or you got to do this, this and this because this is how this shit goes. Like I said, but if that stuff truly isn't harmful to people. It's like, okay, then I mean, you- it's possible. It just doesn't pass a smell test to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But it's like at a minimum, what I imagine they're going to have to pay for local cleanup of all the areas. But it's one of those things where you go, all right, they're going to do whatever they need to do to fix this. But it's the same as like, have you ever driven through an area that has pig farms? Yeah. And, and when I, and I had to specify pig farms because my God, and I know there's been documentaries on it. Could you, like living anywhere near there? Fuck that. That's some rough living. Like so, if you happen to live near a, a whiskey distillery as big as a Jack Daniels one, uh, yeah. If you can move, I don't know. But no, these guys need to get their shit under control. I just find it so weird that they're so sure it has no effect on humans. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, there's a. Ch- I would actually be interested to see if there's any studies that come, like, general population consensus, you know, taking a look at life expectancies in areas right by them. Yeah. Because, I mean, if people live to, you know, normal age, okay. What if they're all drinking whiskey, though? (laughs) Which one are they going to pay for? That whiskey isn't bad for you or the fungus isn't bad for you? (laughs) Now you're competing interest. Well, there are, what are those, all those studies now where, like, they're saying that, like, any alcohol is bad for you, not even, like, the one or two a day that were bad. Don't even be moderate. Like, before moderate, which is hilarious. Every time you go to a doctor and they say, do you drink alcohol? And do you actually know what the recommended, when I say recommended or allowable drinking amount is? Not what I do. Well, it's two drinks per day. Which even that, they mean two drinks per day. I was going to say, what constitutes a drink? Well, so wine, it's like literally like a glass. For liquor, it's like two ounces. (laughs) For beer, it's like two eight ounce or 10 ounce beers at a certain percentage, all that shit. So like basically like a Keystone or Miller Lite, but two cans of that. Even that was shocking though. They're saying like, that's fine two days every single day. I was like, that seems excessive. I was like, yeah, because when I drink, other than when we do this podcast, I'm like, all right, so podcast, we go through two or three beers on a weekend. 
on average, it's maybe two or three other beers, maybe one drink on top of that. So I'm definitely low on the per week. But I'm like, yeah, now they're saying even moderate is worse than nothing, which I'm like, no fucking shit. Yeah. It'd be like saying, don't drink soda. All right, well, if you drink soda, have it rarely. And then they'd go, well, if you have no soda, it's better than any soda. Obviously. Yeah. I, I don't know. That That's a weird one. All the studies that will come out way, way down the line. I'm more curious, like, our generation, it's these things. It's phones. It's RF signals. All that shit where you're like, you used to use those things day in, day out and keep them near your balls and do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know this is going to be no good. They wonder why Japan is so infertile. I thought that was just the anime, Brian. It could be. Or the Bluetooth devices. Just saying. <laughs> you tell me, Jim. Either too many Gundams or not enough Gundams. I don't know what the problem is over there. God damn it. Put a waifu in a Gundam. Population spiking right up. Jim, the real question is, how much would it cost you to eat some of that whiskey fungus? <laughs> Listen, Ted DiBiase said it right. Everyone's got a price. <laughs> ah, shit. And I'm talking like a morsel size, like a like a Hershey Kiss size. Hershey Kiss size, huh? <clears throat> a thousand, thousand bucks. Make it ten. So you're telling me if they put down five k in cash right in front of you, you're gonna say no? <laughs> this is, by the way, I I am notorious. Like, if you go on a car ride with me or you're with me for a long time, I'm going to do these hypotheticals to you until you break down. And you're like, fine, $1,100 cash. Fine, 30 cents. I'll suck the dick. <laughs> fine. <laughs> you have a way, Brian. You have a way. You got to find those points. I always call bullshit when dudes, dudes are always the funniest ones. In theory, they start, it's always like a crazy number they throw out. And then you're like, so if you had this cash right in front of you, they're like, well, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you do be like that, uh, Chambers. So yeah, um, I'm. This is the shit with this Jack Daniels. I am actually interested in. I would like to follow, see what actually comes out of it, see if there's cases or something. But now it's a new thing I never recognize. So whenever I go to see a distillery, I'm sure if they're doing things right, you'll never notice it. It would be interesting to see if you notice any black around the outside of the building. That would be interesting, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even because we have those local ones to us, like those little small guys. But Yeah, but I'm sure they're using the, the correct filtering systems and all that, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But, Jambers, um, speaking of interesting, what do you think about Sony's next handheld? Which is a sentence I, I didn't think I would ever say. Yeah, uh, their track record hasn't been great. The PSP did pretty well, the Vita. Oh, boy. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are they calling this? Like the Project Q or something like that? Yeah, codenamed the Q Lite. So, basically, this isn't going to be a standalone handheld uh, like the PSP and Vita were. This is basically going to be like a remote play device for your PlayStation 5. So, it'll most likely be a... Kind of like a Switch, but it's not really a... It's not the whole device in one. It's just a secondary. Well, not even like the Switch, because the Switch can do everything on its own. Well, that's no what internet. I mean, yeah. This, you're going to need like a constant internet. And it's going to be like talking back, a remote play device talking back to your PlayStation 5. You, you actually can do that now with a Vita and a PS4. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, from what I heard, it doesn't work all that great. 
depending on it depends on your internet and the translation to the control schemes can be kind of wonky, but you can still kind of do it for a lot of games. Like a buddy of mine was playing Elden Ring off off of, on it. Oh was shit! Like, yeah, it's a little weird, but I I make it work. Hmm. At that point, though, why wouldn't you just do a Steam Deck? That's a question. Like one question is why even do it at all? Because it's like they're touting some like pretty impressive specs. It's going to be an eight inch screen. It's going to have that like haptic feedback control yeah. in the controller, which is just going to zap battery life. Uh, like I don't see like this thing's not going to last that long. But here's okay. I guess here's my question. And you have to be in an always on. Like I know the internet's way more ubiquitous now than it was back. You're gonna then. get it anywhere. So yeah. for the most part, like if you need to find some internet, you can find it. But it's still like you can't sit in the middle of a park and play for the most part. Jim, our future is going. Where you live. Eventually, you will. I mean, so that's the thing. They're thinking internet is one of those things everyone's gonna have anywhere, wherever. Um, even battery life. I almost look at a point where it's like our phones, in theory, can last long but everyone's always charging their phone because you're like whatever you're so used to charging shit that like what's a what's a realistic battery life you need for any of your devices i mean we, anything always... over two hours is probably great if you're running a triple a game is what i'll say i yeah and i mean it, it might have a little bit of an advantage since you're not like you know doing all the processing on the device itself it's just you know it's being a cloud TV. yeah Exactly. For the most part. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it even comes out or... If it comes out, And why? the price is going to be important because we already see what's happening with the VR, too. <laughs> well, that that's that where I'm like... That, you know. We've said Sony, without doubt, best hardware, had the best first-party games. But now we're seeing more and more how many of their first-party titles are coming to PC. And the Sony boys are freaking out because they're getting modded to shit like... Unless they start all of a sudden getting a stranglehold, which they can't afford because of the shit with Activision and Xbox, like they won't have enough of a like they would have to have some gimmick to this to make it really worthwhile. Yeah. Unless you were just first party, even then it's not gonna be enough. If this thing is I can't imagine this thing's less than four hundred. I would be shocked if it was if it if, or, I would if be it shocked if it was less than three hundred. Yeah. I will put I'm gonna put my you know, my over under at three hundred for this. I mean, I don't doubt if it did come out, it would probably feel the best, look the best. But yeah, that price point versus battery life versus like, why do you really need it? That's going to be a big question mark. Yeah. So we'll follow it. It's like anytime we hear these these things, just like, but to Jim's point, the PSVR 2 is uh, it's not looking good, Jim. Yeah, their outside uh, devices haven't been doing too hot lately. Wonder, I wonder if they're just going to blame it all on the next thing, Jim. Yep. So, Brian, as anyone who follows this podcast knows, we've been talking about this Activision Blizzard Microsoft merger since the beginning. Mm -hmm. So it's really any gaming podcast. But <laughs> in this week's update, uh, Jim Ryan, the old big boy over there at Sony, basically the CEO, basically saying... Well, as my thing fucking loads in, a goddamn <laughs> ad is on my goddamn article in front of me. Well, Brian, you can correct me if I'm wrong as this bullshit loads. Go on. Basically, he was saying we can't survive without Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny that they're coming out and being that blatant. We've said before, they try to make it gray and previously kind of be like, it's just unfair for all these games. We've said 
it's very obvious they're only worried about Call of Duty. I didn't realize the lifeline of PlayStation was Call of Duty that heavy, which really leads me to believe, like, their total sales numbers, Call of Duty must be something massive, like 10 to 15%. So they're saying that uh, PlayStation said that they would, quote-unquote, would never recover yeah. if Microsoft were to release a degraded version of Call of Duty on the PlayStation if the acquisition goes through. That is ins- that's basically admitting... Saying that a degraded version, and now they're just talking about degraded versions too. Yeah, well, all, but they're just talking would seriously about, like, damage our reputation. Yeah. Our gamers would desert our platform in droves, and network effects would exacerbate the problem. Our business would never recover. So either this is a mass overestimation of estimation. Yeah, that's what I meant. Shut up! You're drinking grape. <laughs> um, My tum tum hurts. <laughs> <sighs> is del- it but is this something flower. you really want to say as playstation basically like our first parties our shit ain't good enough without call of duty we know we're losing a lot of our fan base to a point where you say we'd never recover is that not a little extreme yeah i mean i know right those dirty filthy casuals they are what drive all these uh companies at the end of the day sports and and shooters like, like we saw with that beer uh bracket last week people buy what they know which i don't doubt but i but it's like but i mean yeah like i mean call of duty's like a shelf what it used to be like it can't be that big of a well they're also force. like so when they say a degraded version they mean You'll have earlier access on Xbox. You might have some exclusives. Which, before we said, wah, because PlayStation threw money at them for a decade. And have do been that. doing it. Yeah. But here's my question. Do you think casuals care that much about exclusives? I mean, I Enough just... to go out and pay another five, 600 for a whole other system? Not when, really. That's that's my point. Like, like, yeah, the hardcores will do it. Hardcores for sure. But, like, think of our group of friends who do play Call of Duty. And it's that once a year. Like... Would they drop all their shit? Because like, if you couldn't do it on PlayStation or Xbox, no. And I think that's majority of folks. And yeah, at the end of the day, video games, like it or not, it's still a teenager to kid thing. You, I don't care. I mean, unless you just got rich parents, you can't go and be like, "Well, there's a better version that has better skins on Xbox. Give me this whole new console." Yeah. I don't know. I think that's a crazy ass statement. I think they're just really trying to do. They're throwing shit at the wall and seeing can they block the sale. Yeah, is that's my only guess because there's no way that's a real statement. Yeah, it seems like a hail mary kind of statement. It's like, man, why would you show your ass like that? You're showing your ass, and then what would ultimately happen is the same way that last bullshit they pulled, where the judge was like, um, "This whole bullshit about them being exclusive. You guys have done it." show your books they're gonna do the same thing here show your books how many of your player base are actually there just for call of duty how and you could get all that data it'd be a very long process maybe it's true but they're they're just gonna throw whatever they can at it yep so i don't know that that'll be interesting of course we will continue to follow it but yeah that's a weird one i'll definitely say that yeah not the thing i was expecting to see no all right, Chambers. So I mentioned at the beginning one of the games I'm playing is the Resident Evil 4 Remake. And according to NicheGamer.com, Capcom has made a request. Yeah, Capcom <laughs> themselves have made a request. 
So they have gone over to... Uh, hold on a second. So yeah, basically for any game that comes out these days, there's going to be mods. Mm-hmm. There's going to be mods. There's going to be some goofy sex mods. Goofy nude mods. Yeah. I have seen Leon's dick <laughs> so many times in the past week and a half. So many. Fuck. He has got a meat monster on him. And uh, the most I've seen of Ashley, someone just made like this real ridiculous, like, like, like fat, but like, just like, uh, an unbelievably bloated, like ass and tits. But like, that was it. Like this crazy ass, like, wop, like wobbly mod. Okay. So shit like that. But of course there's nude mods of everyone out there and crap like that. So yeah. Uh, Nexus mods uh, is well known for all their moddings and like being a hosting site for a lot of mods. Yeah. And they've removed mods before for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, sometimes controversially. But yeah, this marks a very different time because the actual developer of the game went to them and requested that all the mods of Ashley be taken down. Just Ashley, though. Yeah, that's the one where you go... Well, okay, are they... How old is Ashley actually supposed to be? Um, I think in the remake she's should be of age, hopefully. I uh, Well, that... That's what felt weird. Is like, why wouldn't they just say take all nudes down? Right. Like, why did they qualify to Ashley? I don't. I don't know her. I'm not even at, up to the section where I know her age. But uh, that's a weird one. number one. Okay. Like you said, this isn't the first game they've done it to. Right. They've done Won't it. Be the to, last. They've done it to two. They've done it to three. To my knowledge, Capcom has never done it. All right. Here's my question. Why do you think modders just feel the need to do that? Right. My game. I'll enjoy my game how I want. All right? You can. But you don't... I guess the the people doing it, are they doing it ironically for the ha-has, or are they doing it for real? Little of Kame? Little of Kame? <laughs> I'm, I'm not say? I'm not saying you know for sure, but if you had to guess, which is it? Uh, oh, I'm sure. What do you call it? A lot of them's just for the joke, and a lot of them it's is not just for the joke. Not for the joke. Yeah. Okay, so here's my question. I don't know what it takes to mod something. I imagine you have to be fairly talented. At that point, why don't you just make your own nude game? Or, like, something to that effect. I'm sure they do, but, Bri, why would you want to <laughs> go through the trouble of making some OC no one cares about? You can take an established IP. Such a legendary character, such as Ashley Graham. Okay. There's a big old fangers on her. Here's what I don't get. So as someone who like my understanding of mods has been limited to Skyrim or Fallout 4 on right, the Xbox. In, in at least the first Resident Evil 4, she was 20. So Okay. I don't think they would it. <laughs> Jim. Man, my search history would have been trouble. <laughs> God damn it, Jim. Um But here's the deal. When you see the mods, like the million like turn Mr. X into Thomas the train or right. any enemy into that. Or in Skyrim where it was the, the dragon that was Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Here's the deal. Other than for that ten second clip you see on YouTube or Facebook or wherever, do you think people actually play the entire game with those things on unironically, other than to see it for that second and then turn it right off? I mean, some of them you could just get too lazy to do. I just, I don't know. Like, see, whenever I've done mods for Fallout 4 or or um, Skyrim, they're usually, it's like brand new textures, added blood, like weather, like things that like change. I've never like thought like, 
let me just go ahead and turn them all the Simpsons characters. Right. I laugh at them. I see them when they're on Facebook and shit, like when they did uh, God of War with Homer and Bart. Yeah. It's funny. I would never actually play the whole game like that. Would be a little weird. Like, okay, so say there was, I'm sure there are, say there was a mod for Streets of Rage 2, and it was like, convert them into just insert something. Oh, there's already been a shitload of mods like that where they throw like uh, the Ninja Turtles into Streets of Rage 2 or yeah. the Simpsons or other stuff like that. Does any of that spark your interest at all? Not really. And there's repro cards of people who like reprogram the game like that. They're not expensive. They're like five, ten bucks or you could just download the ROM. Sure. And even yeah. then I was just like, eh. You don't need it. No, I don't need it. Yeah, so these nude mods, to your point though, I guess how easy are they to get on Steam? The only thing the only thing I will justify from Capcom is like you should probably request that any further mod, their intellectual property and we cannot buzz with our intellectual property in any way whatsoever. Well, just get it away from the possibility of a and not that a kid should be playing Resident Evil 4 remake. But you don't want that easily accessible, I guess. But why just the girl, Brian? Well, no, I said you should just say Good to see nudity. Huh? Nudity should be banned. Brian wants to show kids cock. <laughs> God damn it, Jim. You're the one. Ashley's 20. Woo! Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get why the mod exists. I don't get why Capcom is only saying Ashley. None of it makes sense to me. There's something very odd there. Yeah, I mean, the prevailing thought, at least in comments, is like, you know, they don't want to risk the you know the face actor portrayer to be like thought of in that light and crap like that. It's like it's just it's not their body. It's just a face that they plastered onto a model. Aren't all the models though like? I mean, yeah, I know they're structured after somebody, but like they're all based on the original game. So I'm, ish, but yeah, they had like you know based off real like whatever kind of models whoever or facial it is. capture things. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a weird one. Um, did Nexus say? If they'll actually... Right now, it's been shadowed, but it has been taken down as of the writing of that article. So, hmm. like, you have to go digging for it, but it's not completely taken down. <laughs> All of a sudden, next week, Jim, what have you been playing? Resident Evil 4. <laughs> oh, Brian, I'm on my fourth playthrough of Resident Evil 4 Remake. <laughs> God damn it, Jim. <laughs> Dust it off the old Steve account I never used. Ah, uh, fuck, Jim. So, yeah, we will follow this. I am very curious. But once again, then... Why haven't they done it for three or two where Jill and Claire's model actresses would need to be protected to do the same? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it's not like there's ever been, I'm sure there's been the same kind of mods for those games and it's not like there's ever been a backlash because of it. I've never like, even heard of like, it. Like, like no one ever saw that and went, how dare Capcom put that in this <laughs> game? Like, no, like everyone can know right away. That's exactly. That's there. not from them. Yeah. I don't, I, I really don't get it, but we'll, we'll, we will for sure follow it. Um, but Jim, on a lighter note, I have a question. All right. For our good buddy, Nick, for his N Squared podcast. One year anniversary. One year anniversary. Congrats, buddy. And if you haven't already, please make sure you check it out. So I asked him a question, but it was one I wanted to ask you too. Which would you rather do? Be able to play a game every single day for 10 minutes a day and that's it. Or you can only, or you could play for five hours straight once a month. That's the only time you can gaming. I'm, and I mean, you can't like try to do a backdoor. Like I can play some on my phone. I mean, any form of gaming you do, your time capped at ten minutes per day, and it, and they don't carry over. 
So it's not like if you decide three days in a row, oh, I'm the, I'm not going to play, then I'll do 30 minutes. No. Hmm. Which would you rather? And in your current state, like, so, you know, you got the family, you know, you got things. Would it be nicer to just tell the wifey, this is the only time I can play, and I know we're in a weird situation where that's this is never going to happen. Right. But which would you rather? Get that little enjoyment every day? Or once a month, you're like, oh, baby. I think I'd have to go the once a month because, one, I kind of live in the 10-minute. And, I mean, you'd be taking it away from me when I'm on the pooper. But I'll have to, I'll Your sacri- poops would all of a sudden become very boring. And, and a lot quicker, probably, too. Uh, you're Exponentially at, You're quicker. at work. You can't be clashing. Might as I well mean, just take my balls at that point. I mean, you're if you were at home and nothing's really on TV... The wife decided to go out with the kid, and you were just sitting there alone. You can only fap so many times. Especially now. <laughs> Getting old. <laughs> so, yeah. it's like, <laughs> I have a headache now. It's like, so you think the five-hour kind of... You know what it is? I still think after a while that ten minutes a day will just be too much of a tease. Where it's like, like what are you going to do with a real game in ten minutes? Interesting. Like you need to have the block. You need to at least have it to get it out of your system. Sure, after five hours, you'll be far. You could even be super close to the end and be like, fuck, I just want to beat this. But I don't know. I think. Well, then again, well, no, well, you'd have to make it a thing where the time like is 10 minutes a day equal to five hours in one block. That's why I did it. So is that equal? 10, yeah. So okay. basically, if you did 10 minutes over 30 days, it's equal to five minutes, five hours. So you're basically I, I, you still know getting I, I the still... same amount of time. It's just spread either all over the month in smaller increments. Ten, or... ten minutes is a cock tease. If I'm going to have a little me time, I want to at least enjoy my me time. Interesting. Yeah, I thought about this too. But then I would also have the, like, could you imagine if you were Fury or any games are really hard. Fuck. If you're not kind of constantly doing it your five hours and and i also look at i'll be honest even like so friday nights like saturday nights are nights i get to sleep saturday mornings i get to sleep in a little bit later the wife does sunday my friday night i'm always like oh i'll stay up to like two playing it i am so tired by like 12 where i'm like all right well that was like an hour and a half two hours i played where i i always have these visions i'm gonna play later Never ever do. Yeah, I almost feel like five hours. Like I don't know if I, even though I love gaming, I don't know if I would want to do that. So part of the ten would be like, I could at least commit to a variety of games. Still, yes, it is a complete tease, and most games like you're barely gonna scratch the surface. But if you commit five hours, chances are you're just gonna try to beat one game. You're, I mean, you could you could split it up, but it's like. Could you imagine, like, and and for the argument's sake, you have a kill switch on your game. Could you imagine, like, you were going through a run of one of Streets of Rage, and it took you that long, and you're right there and it just cut off? Oh. You're like, no, no, no! And now you got to wait a whole month to do it again? Yep. That would so, be brutal. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of the 10 minutes. It would almost force you to be way more disciplined with, like, you'd probably stick with games where you're like, all right, I know I can probably get this done in 10 minutes. It, like I said, either one's not a good option. No. But like I said, I lo- you know me. I love my hypotheticals. You, love, you do like your hypotheticals. You <laughs> bastard. 
Jim, don't hate my hypotheticals. So, yeah, I can't wait to see what Nick says on his response. So, yeah, Nick, once again, N Squared Podcast. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe. So we do have a new voicemail here. I don't think this is TJ. I don't know. We're Let me see the first couple numbers. That's TJ. Okay. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to play it just like I do all the other times. And for all you people out there who are new, and if you want to leave a voicemail, 267-991-0156. Here we go. Let's see. Hey, Brian and Jim. I've got two questions for y'all. And it's not my usual stupid stuff. It's actually kind of like uh, actual questions. Um, number one. Why don't y'all do more on Twitch? I think the, uh, when you did the video game awards, I think that was fairly successful with the, uh, the amount of people you had watching and the amount of interactions you had. I kind of like to see y'all do more stuff on Twitch. Why haven't you? Number two, Number two, with E3, E3 being, being canceled, canceled, is it staff for death of E3? Do you think we might see it come back in a few years? I know for video game nerds, like, like that was always kind of like the mecca of what we wanted to go to, and it seems like, like now can't do it. And it seems like, uh, you know, all the video game developers and, and also like Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, they do doing their own things. Um, streaming, streaming their effects that we can watch on, you know, our computers, computers and whatnot. whatnot. But, but it kind of, it kind of takes a way of going and doing something with, like, all your fellow nerds for the past mission. Do you think we'll see it back, or do you think it's going to be all just streaming stuff from, uh, these developers and game companies? Uh, I want to know what y'all are thinking about that. All right. Very good questions. The Twitch thing is the thing that bothers me the most because I love streaming. And to your point, E3, and even when we do casual streams, I am astounded by how many people show up. I love it. It's just like everything else. It's like, what do we have the time for? Trust me. My thought has always been like, all right, well, if I cut back on editing certain things, we could do more nights of Twitch streaming, but then it's just like, if I try to commit too hard to a day and then life happens, I feel bad. So it's like half the times it's just like, oh, kids are in bed. I got some time. I'm going to like, I don't give Jim more than like a half hour notice because I don't know until that point. Um, But I really would love to do it because I always find myself whenever I play a game now, like I end up having to record the footage anyway. So it would be nicer to just do it. I would love it, though. Like I said, getting Jim, it's the same deal. Getting two schedules on track. That gets rough. Yeah, it's super rough, but it is so much fun when we do the dual streams because... Yeah, I do love doing those. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. So, And I wish I had, a like, for my answer, I don't have a good enough computer. Yeah. So I would love to have a better computer so I could do some on my own as well so we could do more of them. But until that day comes, yeah. Yeah, so... The short answer is we. I know I'm definitely going to do more. It's just a question of can I keep a consistent day? Probably not, but I've thought more and more about it and instead of just always, like as I'm going through each 23 games, there may be more sporadic like, hey, it's 4 o'clock on a Tuesday. I have some time. 
maybe I'll stream, you know, and just set up. Because then it's also the question of, is it cool if I just stream and talk to you guys? Or do I need to be on camera, do the whole set? Like, there's just things like that. So it's a lot more work than just we can commit to it. But I do love doing it. And for the big events, I definitely think we'll... I'll make more of an effort to try to do that anyway, like we did for the Game Awards. Yeah, now we have to do that again. Which is kind of what ties into the E3. That was going to be a natural, like, I was going to stream it, do the same thing, talk through it. Um, I know Jim is very happy it's dead, but he's a Twitter guy, so he had to see all the stupid who won the E3, all that No more Spurgeon for me. Um, Yeah, they they probably will have to bring... I don't know if E3 itself, but some version, because, yeah, you need something. Like, I said, it's sad. If they got rid of too many games for us, that would suck. Because right. that's just an excuse to go out and drink with other people. I, I imagine in the industry, that is just like, it's a cool, fun event. You go off, you show off your, your stuff, you get the big things out there on YouTube. Sure, could you do it other ways? Yeah. But to your point, I do think there are a lot of gamers that, did legitimately look forward to that. So I can't imagine it's dead forever. I could see them trying to do a nostalgia run to bring it back, at least maybe once. But here's the thing. So to your point about like too many games or those conventions, they don't live and die on the big names being there. No. So like they don't need that they never have the big names there. Like, you know, Nintendo and shit. Like, you know, they'll have like voice actors and a lot of indie studios shown off their shit, but it's a more localized kind of thing. E3 is, at the end of the day, just a trade show. Exactly. So you can't have a trade show if you don't have the trade there, basically. So unless... I think at this point, they're not going to get Nintendo, Sony, or Microsoft unless they pay them to be there. Because all three companies have learned that they do not need E3. So yeah. E3 will not happen without them. And if they don't want to go, then there's going to be no E3. So unless they pay them, you're never going to see it again. Yeah, well, and that's kind of my point is just downscale like i think they got too big their overhead must be crazy for the size of the places instead of doing whatever what do you think they're doing at that point is it like a stadium you think they run out uh like they were doing i think they were doing like the la convention center which is I'm pretty sure is a gigantic ass one that's what i mean so it's where like comic-con is every year maybe get more in line with we can't keep covering these overheads you know, like bring it to its grassroots of just let's get out some info. We don't need all the goofy presenters and all this shit so they don't have to pay out people. Do but it that, for that's a, the thing too, because like as the game got like changed over the years, everyone's fucking presentations got more elaborate. That's so what I mean. It's they're too spending much. like two million bucks on a fucking presentation or some shit. Like yeah. stupid. Go back to you know what we wanna do? We wanna showcase game trailers have like you said the trade show there but at the end of the day you don't need all the glitz and glamour like magfest was cool yeah but some of that shit was so unnecessary yeah and that's a way smaller version of e3 oh yeah so i kind of like can't imagine how crazy it's a whole it's a whole like to do thing but also it's like kind of is it unfair to say that because they've probably lost three years in a row due to COVID, like any form of shit going on there. And still, like you see these conventions where still everyone's masked. I mean, we saw that at MAGFest. Yeah. Like it's probably still driving down 
how the numbers they were used to. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure people are staying away because they're scared of, you know, catching stuff. Yeah. And then there's the people who, are, I don't want to wear no wokey mask. So, yeah, okay. So, there's those people there, too. So, you get you get all the extremes. Sure. So, it's just, it's whatever. Then yeah. you get guys like us who are just too drunk and be like, wait, what? <laughs> right. Booze kills germs. I mean. If you don't want COVID, you just got to drink yourself stupid. Of the amount of cases that were reported from MAGFest, we didn't get it. It's, it's true. Just saying. Wonder why? Oh, look at me. I'm here to cosplay and actually enjoy the presentations. Shut up, nerd. Get drunk. <laughs> I but do- I'm only 15. Shut up, nerd. I Let's put it this way. I hope... I, I want E3 to come back because gamers, you could argue we have constant access. But you know what? It is something kind of like nice, like... This is where the AAAs really need to show off. I don't like the annoying, like, who but, won But, I mean, it. they don't show off at even, like, a MAGFest, but like you were saying, yeah. Like, I, I want them to do that at an E3. I want them to put their effort into show a trailer that's going to make gamers excited, lower your production values, allow more indies, and just lower the venue. And you can probably make it profitable, which is what they're worried about, is my guess. Just fucking Sony just sets up 10 TVs and Gary from accounting's there. Yeah. Well, here's God of War 3. Yeah, I, I don't care. No. Okay, have you ever gone to anything? But are you going to care about it if, like, you're not seeing, like, any presentations or shit come out of it? If it's just, like, a newspaper article with, like, oh, this is what they showed off. But who no one's going to care at that point. But nobody looks at the news. No, no, no. What I'm saying but is. But I just mean, like, newspaper or, you know what I mean, like, articles on websites. But give it the event. At the end of the day, no one is there because they care about the presenter. Everyone's there because they're, like... I want to see the shit on the screen, just like a Comic Con. But yeah, you put if you want to see shit on the screen, you can do that from home on YouTube, which is what they do. No, now. no, you can, but also if you were in that area, it's still then a thing. Like it's an event for you and your buddies to go to. When we go to these things, we don't care about. I mean, some people we care about seeing, but I'm saying like in general, if you're there, where we go too many games. Oh, we went. We, we barely games. go to these activities. That's my point. We like, go people we're with want to go to something. We're like, all right, we'll go. But it is cool to have the option like, oh, I want to see it. But if these people got to pay out the ass because they're bringing like overproduced things, then lower it. And at the bare minimum, show new games, allow a venue for people to get together and enjoy themselves. That's it. You keep it simple, stupid. That's all you got to do. So TJ, to your point. I do hope they come back. I know Jim doesn't care at all. Fuck them. No. Jim wasn't watching it when it was out. Burn. <laughs> Burn in hell where you belong. And on Twitch, we definitely, well, I'll definitely for sure be coming back, and I'll be pulling his ass whenever I can. So That's A lot of ass to pull. With that, guys, we want to say thank you all so much. Thank you for watching. If you haven't already subscribed, please do that. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please give us a five-star rating, hit subscribe, and we will, we will read any comments you leave for us with that we want to say have a good night everyone and cheers cheers guys drink your water damn it